You're listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast with your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is episode number 36. Welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm Letitia Ringe and I am a life coach originally from Australia, now based in London, and I help my clients who tend to be women through periods of transition, whether that be in their life, business, career or relationships. And together we go on a journey to discover what their truth is and how they can express that truth in a way that honors their power, purpose, and feels great to them. Each week on the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast, I am sharing here teachings and conversations with people who are creating awesome things in the world, and we discuss how they got to where they are, their advice for finding purpose, well-being, running a business, creativity, and lifestyle to inspire, empower, and support you listening on your journey to uncovering your truth and purpose. Before we get started, I'd just love for you to take a moment right now to enter into this space. Maybe you want to take a few moments to do some breath work, some beautiful, loving breaths in through your nose and out through your nose. In through your nose and sighing out any tension you've picked up from your day. Really just letting it all melt away and enjoying this time for yourself to really feel inspired, to get you thinking about things that are going to support you and to just enjoy this part of the day this beautiful space that we're creating together for you. And with that, welcome to today's episode. Today we have a solo episode. I am going to be talking to you all about balance. We'll be talking about what balance even means, what it means to me, how I find balance in my life, And how you might also find and maintain balance in your life. Balance can be quite a controversial topic. Just think about work-life balance. When we think about trying to maintain a balance, we can tend to feel stressed already trying to do it all. Meaning that we need to wear so many different hats Uh, show up for so many different roles in our life and just be in so many different places at once. So it's interesting because while balance is really something that we're called to find in order to make us feel better and to eliminate the stresses in our life, when we talk about balance, or the topic of balance generally when we think about it, can actually be a source of stress for a lot of us. And this is why it is controversial, because there are so many different ways to look at balance. And so this is what I wanted this episode 
to try and clear up for you. Let's find a way to understand balance in a way that is supportive and does help you to alleviate your stresses. That's my intention for today's episode and I hope you enjoy it and find it super supportive in helping you live the life that you truly want to create. Okay, so as always, I will be sharing some messages for you right at the end of the episode, including the beautifully inspiring card I've picked at the beginning of this episode. So I'll reveal that all at the end as usual. But before we dive into today's episode all about balance, I would love to share some exciting announcements with you. So the first is, as you might already be aware, if you've received my recent newsletter or you're already on the wait list or you've been following me on Instagram or you listened to our episode last week on the podcast, I'm so excited this week to be announcing again that Embrace Your Feminine Essence, a course to embrace your feminine power and live as the empowered woman you truly are, is now open for enrollment. So this course will provide you with the support to design your life in a way that honors your body, mind and soul as a woman. It's my signature online course and it's my answer to the three barriers I have seen women facing to doing just that, to embracing her feminine power and living as the empowered woman we truly are. And it explains all the tools I've used to make significant changes in my own life to living as an empowered woman who understands the support she needs to thrive. So if you'd like to find out more about what those three barriers are and also some more details about this online program, I've now put together a video that you can find over at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash E-Y-F-E, which stands for Embrace Your Feminine Essence. This is a new video. I only put it up a couple of days ago. It goes for 11 minutes and it'll be really helpful for you to get a feel for whether this is the right program for you. And even if you're not looking to join the program to understand how you might support yourself, especially just in being aware of what these three barriers are that I found through my own work with women and also in my own personal experience of trying to step up into my power as a woman. One of the key things to know here is that We have a different hormonal makeup to the men in our life, which means we require different things. We require different support and it's up to us to be aware of what that support is. So this course is a beautiful package of all the things you need to know to understand your own body and what you need as a woman to support your wonderful cyclical nature. And when we're in our power, when we step up into our feminine power as women, this allows us to make decisions that are in alignment with the life we truly want to create. You know, 
if we're in a job that we're unsatisfied with, where we're putting up with poor boundaries, an empowered woman is not going to stand for that. Whether that means taking the inspired action to leave that job and find something new, or whether that means having a conversation with the people that are the decision makers in her workplace to give her the support she needs. An empowered woman also will make sure that she is taking care of herself. So this is purely from a foundational level. She is healthy. She is happy. She is fulfilled. She's making sure that she eats properly, you know, to support her, that she's moving and exercising to feel good, to express herself. When she has an opinion, she says it. She's connected to her body, to her feelings. She accepts herself as a whole person and is looking for that beautiful platform and way to express that uniqueness, which is her, to the rest of the world, to the people in her life and to her community so that she's able to show up for the life the legacy and the mission that she wants to create. This is what happens when we step into our feminine power. No more doubting ourselves, second guessing everything we're doing, trying to shape shift into all the different roles to please the people around us in our life. No, it is about embodying our authentic nature as women. So, Beautiful. If this is something that sounds supportive to you, then I would love for you to join this wonderfully supportive and active community that is all about women owning their feminine power and living as the empowered woman we truly are. When you enroll, you get lifetime access to all of the content in the program. And it's a self-study course, which means you sign up today and you receive all of the content today. And you can work your way through the eight modules in your own time and pace. And it also means that you get access or you're included in the ongoing coaching support you'll get from me for October, November, and December. So basically I'm running a monthly live group coaching call that will also be recorded in case you can't attend live. And you'll be able to ask me any questions and I'll be taking you through a specific theme for each call, which is going to further support you. So all of that you get in video and audio format and it covers all the different aspects to our feminine power, including our masculine and feminine energy, the hormonal cycle. You get accompanying handbooks and workbooks for each module with specially tailored exercises to help you further deepen into this material, eight guided meditations, eight private special sacred Facebook community with other women to further connect on this topic. And there are two options for payment. You can pay in full or there is also an installment plan. And you can find all the details at LeticiaRinge.com forward slash E-Y-F-E. The second announcement I want to let you know is that I'm also now taking applications for coaching to begin this month. So I've decided to take someone or to get someone on board to help me in my business, which is wonderful. And it's also meant that I'm now able to also open up my books to another six 
people to work with me over a six month period beginning this month. So if you're interested in working with me, this would be in a one to one coaching relationship and we take a holistic view of your life and work from the ground up to make sure you're properly supported. The key areas that we look at are the first is knowing your hormonal cycle. The next is connecting with your passion, purpose and creativity. The third is designing your life to support you and your needs as a woman and how you want to feel. And the fourth is building a beautiful, heart-centered, romantic relationship, business, career, or whatever other project it is you've got in your life that you really want to bring to life. So we do all of our sessions over Zoom or Skype. So wherever you are in the world, we can meet as if we are meeting in person. It's so funny. Every time I meet one of my clients in person after we've been working together. It's always so hilarious because it feels like we've just been meeting in person this whole time and it's really beautiful. So if you are interested, we would be meeting twice a month for one hour and it would begin this month. So you get full email support in between our sessions as well, which is really helpful. So if you have a think about where you'd like to be in six months time, and what you could do with support. I'm set up to work with all different personality types and style of support needed. I always get my clients before we start the process to go through some personality tests. I find out your astrology, human design, your tendency type, and I look at it all because this allows me to support you in the best way possible. So if you'd love further details, you can head over to my coaching page on my website. So LetitiaRinch.com forward slash coaching. You can follow the prompts there to apply and fill in some details. And I will come back to you with some further information and a time for us to meet one another. And my last announcement before we dive into the episode is that if you are based in London, there is also an opportunity for you to join a circle. So a circle with me called the flow circle on the 20th of October in central London. We're exploring the theme, emotional intelligence and self-expression. And this is our flow circle that will connect us to the energy of the current season, which is autumn here in London. We'll be exploring the wild woman archetype and how we can, you know, connect to that part of ourselves. And I am hosting this workshop with my beautiful friend, Ange Severo. So definitely check that out if that sounds like something you'd love to join. And you can go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash events forward slash the flow circle. Alrighty, so finally, let me just give a shout out to the beautiful Coco Marie 84 from Australia. Thank you so much for leaving your review on iTunes. She said, so wonderful. I'm loving this podcast. I listened to an episode once and then a second time and take notes. So many gems in each and I'm so thrilled I found it. Letitia, thank you so much. Thank you so much to you, beautiful. It really makes me feel so wonderful to know that you're not only listening to the episode once, but twice. That really shows me that you're finding it super supportive, which is, of course, what I absolutely am striving for. So that really just was such a beautiful message to receive. Thank you so much for your review. And if you haven't yet left a review on iTunes and you're loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you could also leave a review. Let me know your thoughts. 
this helps other people who are looking for podcasts to help support them find the ones that are right for them. And so it's always wonderful to hear from a fellow listener. Okie dokie, let's dive in to today's episode, which is all about balance. Okay, so this episode is particularly well aligned because we are in Libra season. And as you might know, Libra is typically seen to be all about balance. Balance in our life, balance in our relationships. It's really about showing up as the completeness that we are. So showing up as our whole selves and really knowing what that even means and what that feels like. So I think that this episode is really well-timed because as we'll discuss today, balance can actually be a topic of conversation that really promotes a lot of stress in us. When we think about balance, you know, it's this ideal that we're trying to achieve. How can I find more balance in my life? And we can think that when we talk about balance, that it's actually asking us to do more than we already are. And I'm just going to assume that no matter where you are in your life right now, you are doing the best that you can. Whether that looks like you're doing a lot or not too much at all, whether that means like you've been trying to do a lot and now you've stopped doing a lot because you're feeling like you just can't keep going on, or whether that means that you're actually doing quote unquote, a good job of holding up all of the different roles and duties and responsibilities that you have in your life. So wherever you feel like you are and, and wherever you, or however you're judging yourself at the moment, I'm going to just put that out there. We're all doing the best we can. So this episode is not an episode to tell you to do more. That to me is not what balance is about. And I think that this is why the conversation on balance hasn't been particularly helpful. It isn't practical in a lot of ways. It's just this, as I said, this floating ideal (laughs) It's like the glass ceiling that we can never get past. So what I want you to start off doing with this conversation is to ask yourself, what does balance mean to me? So asking yourself, what does balance mean to me? What does it feel like to me to be in balance? What does that feel like? Because the way that we feel is the only way that we can know how to try and attain something. If we don't know how it feels, then what are we trying to achieve? It's like if I said, I just want you to be happy. So go and do something to make you happy but you've never experienced happiness before. How would you know what to do to make you feel happy? So just have a think about where you have felt 
this sense of balance in your life. And it could be just in one little snippet, one little aspect of your life. It could have been a fleeting feeling you've had before where you've just felt, oh, this is balance to me. You see, this is the first problem. What balance means to us, because it is really the feeling we're connecting to, is going to be different for all of us. Now, I just want to tell you a little story. After I left the corporate world and I started to create my business, I had a lot of time to myself where I wasn't around other people. I live in London and I'm actually from Sydney, Australia. And so there were a lot of aspects in my life I could control. Although I've got, of course, friends here in London and particularly at that time, the amount of obligations that I had to people outside of, you know, my relationship here with Lou were very minimal. So I didn't have a lot of, you know, physical distractions in my day. I didn't have my job and I didn't have a whole bunch of relationships and uh, and commitments to go to, to spend my time doing. So this meant that I was able to control almost all of my day. Now, of course, this comes with its own complications because it means that suddenly you've got all of this time and that becomes overwhelming in itself. But what I want to say is that basically I was able to build a you know routine or a foundation of in my day for me that made me feel really good. And this brought about a sense of balance in my life. Now, we haven't spoke yet about what balance actually means to me. So it's difficult for you to understand exactly what that was that I was experiencing at that time. But we'll go into all of that in a moment. So just see this. I was meditating each morning. I was doing my exercise each morning. I was setting myself up with the food I enjoyed eating that made me feel good. Then I was going and working on this beautiful passion project that I was working on my new business. And so I went to things that inspired me. I went to different workshops. I did courses, but I chose what I did and when I was going to do it. And I had little to no interruptions or other people to work with at that time. Okay. So then I went back to Australia for a visit. And so I'm thinking, oh, this is so wonderful. I feel so good. I'm used to my, particularly my morning routine that really felt like it set me up for the day to feeling great. And then I go back home to Australia and suddenly I'm around people constantly because I'm staying in my mom's place and I usually have a whole home to myself. So suddenly I've, and you know, my mom is so excited to have me there that, and she gets up really early and usually I get up a little bit later and then I start my whole morning ritual and do all of that. And so suddenly all of this is out of whack and not to mention, you know, the, I've got jet lag. So my sleeping times are also all out of whack. And so I start to feel really out of balance. The things I usually did to make myself feel good 
I was no longer able to maintain. So I had been knocked out of balance in a way. And this is how it felt. So just think about a time in your life where you might have experienced something similar. You know, you're going along, you feel like you've finally got this sense of balance in your life. Everything's flowing in a way that feels good to you. And then something happens to throw you out of that good feeling. And you, you know that you're out of balance, right? It's very helpful when we think about when we don't feel in balance. This helps us to know when we do feel like we are in balance because often for most of us, it is a sense of feeling out of balance that we'll be familiar with. Okay, so I hope that this little story gives you some indication of what I'm talking about when I talk about this feeling of balance. Another example is just a few months ago, I was working quite a lot. I was working on a project. I was in my flow. It was, um, I felt it was all inspired action. I was exerting a ton of energy. It didn't feel like it because I was taking inspired action rather than just taking action. And I was doing this for quite some time. Suddenly I dropped to feeling out of balance that this was not, this was actually draining me now. So naturally the exertion of energy I was putting out began to make me feel like I was out of balance again. I started to feel like I was burning out. I was getting tired. I didn't feel like my usual self. So I knew that I was out of balance and so I needed to do something to bring me back to balance. Now, did that mean that I just continue working because that was what had made me feel good and like I was, you know, being balanced before? No, this is the thing because what had actually brought me to feeling in balance was no longer what would get me to feeling in balanced again. I had to do something very different, which was to stop doing to just completely stop doing it altogether, to just pull back, to move into my feminine energy, to take some time away from the project I had been working on. And I was able to do that and to make that decision because I knew what it felt like to be out of balance. So if you are someone who feels like you don't know what this feeling of feeling in balance feels like, Think about what it feels like to be out of balance and that might help you. Okay, so what was this center that I was trying to find? How did I know where to move back to? This is the key question I believe when it comes to balance. How do we find our way back to balance unless we know where we're trying to go? What this point, this center, this central point is that we're trying to get to. Before we explore that, let me just walk you through a couple of other examples. So you might have had this experience when you've either been working from home or maybe you do work from home. So you you, and you're not around people. Immediately when someone walks in, maybe it's your partner, maybe it's a housemate, someone else comes in at the end of the day or after a few days and you haven't been around anyone, 
and you cannot wait to speak to them. You're so ignited by having them around. You can't stop talking. They have been at work all day and they might not feel in the, in the same mood as you. And so you realize you had this need to be around other people. You needed a sense of balance. You'd spent a lot of time alone. Now you have this feeling of needing to be around other people. Now, this is all about balance. We're bringing ourselves back to some center. It's like if you were walking on a tightrope, a a real balancing act, you know, a physical balancing act. You're trying to walk along the center. You're trying to remain centered or you're going to fall off the tightrope one way or the other. No matter what side you go on, no matter where you put more weight or effort or attention to, to stay on the tightrope, you've got to counteract that weight or attention with immediately putting weight or your attention to the other side. So more than anything, when we talk about balance, we need to be aware that we need to know what our center is and how it feels and how to maintain the balance. They're the two central pieces of this whole balance conversation as far as I see it. So when we talk about things like work-life balance, that suggests that we need to be having striking some sort of balance between our work and our personal life. Now, the issue with this is that when we're at work, we're often being asked to do a lot. And in our personal life, we're also often asked to do a lot. So if we're doing a lot during our working day, and then we're doing a lot for the rest of our day until we go to sleep, where is this balance coming from? Because actually, this is usually us in our masculine energy and little to no involvement with our feminine energy. Masculine is about doing, feminine is about being. So we're usually on the one side. So when we talk about work-life balance, it really does feel like we're being asked to do it all because we are, unless we strike some balances within our working day and our personal life. For me, I am a Capricorn. My son is in Capricorn and my the I have a lot of Virgo in my chart, rules my day-to-day working life. So I'm someone who really loves a good foundation. I like a lot of, you know, action. I like to do a lot. I have I I know that I struggle with being a workaholic because it's something that really energizes me in my human design, as you will have heard if you listen to my episode on human design. I'm a manifesting gen- Generator, which means that I get a lo- I get energized by taking action. It's got to be action that inspires me, though. So this is this is great, but like everything, there's a balance because I cannot continue to just do 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 do. We have physical limitations on our body, so I have to maintain some sense of balance. I have to know when to pull back. And I know that when I start to feel like it's getting out of balance, you can also preempt how far you've got to go so that you're not feeling out of balance. So you're able to pull back before you tip the other way. 
as you can see with the other way that we can look at balance is this with this concept of masculine and feminine energy. Now, if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast or you've been following me for some time and you receive my newsletters or wherever it is that you're following me, you've probably heard me speaking about masculine and feminine energy. Masculine and feminine energy is all about balance as well. So we often think of the yin and yang. The yin represents our feminine energy. Our masculine represents our yang energy. Now, if you look at the symbol for the yin and yang, you'll see that there are two dots on the other on each side. So you've got the white side, there's a black dot, and then you've got the black side and there is a white dot. Combined, the yin and yang represent a whole. What these two dots symbolize, one on the other, each of the other's side is the interconnection of those two parts. So combined, they represent a whole, which means that one side that's not properly functioning is going to impact the other side. So when you're out of balance with your yang, it's going to impact your yin as well. And when your yin is out of balance, when it's not fully functioning, you're going it's going to impact the yang. The yin and yang is a great image to have in your mind when you think about balance. It's what is that wholeness, that center that you are trying to maintain? What does it feel like to feel a sense of wholeness in your life? Take a moment to think about that as well. So you've thought about what balance feels like to you, what being out of balance feels like to you. And what this feeling of wholeness feels like to you. We can also think about this in terms of our hormones, because we've all heard of hormonal imbalance, right? So when we hormonal imbalance is all about our hormones not being in balance, they are imbalanced with an I am and not an I am. But how do we know what it's like for them all to be in balance? Often something will be out of balance. That is more common than it actually being in balance. So what we have to do to the solution to hormonal imbalance is to figure out what is out of balance so that we can bring it back into balance. But there's all these moving parts that all affect one or the other. So the actual like living in balance all the time is something that is usually just not going to happen. You're always going to be out of balance in some way, you need to know what you need to do to bring you back to balance, which means that you need to know what that center even is that you're trying to get to. We can think of this in the same way when we think about our chakras, our energy centers. So we all know we've got seven, some people say eight energy centers, and each of these represent a different part of our body and they are related to different aspects of our life. When one of those areas is out of balance, it will affect the others and particularly our root chakra, which is the first chakra. It is our foundational chakra. If that is out of balance, it affects all of the other chakra centers, energy centers. So we talk about balancing our chakras, trying to keep them in balance. What does that even feel like? Well, what this is, is just a tool. It's a tool to allow us to find out what it is in our life that is not in balance so that we can go about trying to bring it back to what that center is. Now, the actual definition of balance 
if you look at the Oxford dictionaries, talks about an even distribution of weight, enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. So you can go back to our tightrope walker and, and have that in your mind. The other definition they have is a situation in which different elements are equal or in the correct proportions. You can go back to our yin and yang image. Merriam-Webster, the definition over there, there's you know many different aspects to it, but this is what I thought was particularly helpful. Balance being between contrasting, opposing or interacting elements, also known as physical equilibrium. It's this last bit, this physical equilibrium that has been most useful to me. So let me talk about what balance means to me with all of that introduction to balance. Balance to me is is about equilibrium. It's about having a center. It's about being in alignment. So for me, we must have some sort of center that we're trying to maintain. We must know what the equilibrium is that we're trying to maintain. We've got to know what the alignment is. What does it feel like to be in alignment? What does it feel like to be out of alignment? It's the same question of what does it feel like to be in balance and what does it feel like to be out of balance? So I like to think of balance as this equilibrium that I'm trying to maintain. And it's very helpful for me to think of this as my center. If I was standing up right in front of you, I would want to feel like I am in balance so that I have an equal distribution of weight on both sides of my body. I would like to feel like I'm grounded into the earth. So with my, the, my lower body, just as much as I am fluid and centered at the same time in my upper body, just as much as I am able to have my head in the sky, I have my feet on the ground and then everything in between that allows me to connect is connected in a balanced way. This is my center, my physical center, but you've got to know what that center is first. I was doing some research for this episode because this, I just love doing this sort of thing, researching, and it's just pure joy and alignment for me, really, to be honest. I, I absolutely love it. I used to say to Lou, I just want a job where I can, you know, research and share my thoughts and ideas and discuss different things. <laughs> And this is basically what I do. So I did some research and I found an article on the on Deepak Chopra, his website, which is called the Chopra Centers. And a person called Tris Thorpe spoke about the three pillars for centering. So the three pillars that Tris talks about is awareness, attention in action and intention. Now, I thought this was really interesting and I completely agree with these three pillars. So in order to find your center, you need to have awareness. You need to know what it feels like to be in your center and to be out of it. And the main point here is to be aware of when you're feeling out of balance. And this is something that only you can know by stopping to take note, to check in with how you're feeling. The second pillar, which as I understand it, attention in action is actually 
closely linked to awareness. So we need to be aware of when we're out of balance, but we also need to make sure that we are directing our attention in the right way so that we know how we feel. So taking the moment to stop and breathe, to check in with your body, to direct your attention to where it needs to go to understand how you feel. So what thoughts am I having? What emotions am I having? How does my body feel? What do my five senses, what are they experiencing? Stopping and checking in is crucial so that you know how to one, bring yourself back into your center or balance and two, be aware of what's bringing you out of balance. The third pillar is all about intention. So this pillar is you need to know, you know, what you're trying to maintain. What is that level of feeling that you want? What is that center? What is your intention? How do you want to feel? So I think that these are helpful, these three pillars, particularly this connection to present moment feeling, to being able to know when we're out of balance, to being able to be aware of what we need to shift to bring us back into balance. And thirdly, to know what it is we're trying to achieve. What is this center we're trying to get to? And so intention, once again, we're able to see makes things easier for us. When we know what our intentions are, we're able to find the action that is going to support us in fulfilling that intention. And that requires a present moment focus as well. Because we've got to know, okay, my intention is to feel, you know, happy. Okay, that's what being in balance means to me, feeling happy. That's the feeling I want to maintain. Well, right now, I'm my energy is quite low. I'm feeling quite tired. So what do I need to do or to be in order to help make myself feel happy in this present moment? When you're aware of all of those bits that I've just described there, you're able to then figure out what the action is. But if you're not even aware of, okay, well, my energy's low, then you might just assume that what made you happy yesterday is going to make you happy today. It's going to bring you back to your center. But maybe yesterday you had tons of energy. Maybe yesterday you felt inspired to go somewhere to do something, to be around people. And so maybe the exact same action that you took yesterday would actually be what would make you feel unhappy today. So we always need to be aware of what our intention is. This is going to help us find our center, what we're trying to maintain. And being aware, so present moment focused Tapping into our body, how we feel, what we want, what's going on right now for us. And then that is how we get the action or whatever it is we need to be or do to bring us back to our center. That's how we find balance. Well, at least that's how I found balance in my life. So when you know what your center is, you can design your life to maintain some form of equilibrium and alignment. You can do some, you know, anticipatory planning and but you'll always need to also be checking in on a daily basis like we just can't escape that we have to check in every day in order to maintain some sense of balance the issue is not about living or being in balance all the time I'll repeat that again the issue is not about living or being in balance all the time it's about keeping a balance when you're out you notice 
and you do what you can to bring it back to your center. It's about being able to come back to your center, having a home to come back to. Okay, so what do we need to feel in balance? We need present moment focus. We need to know how we feel in the moment and how we want to feel, not how we think we should feel, but how we truly want to feel. This is the other thing. Maybe we think we want to feel happy, but right now we just want to feel calm. We just want to feel peaceful. So with our intentions in our center, that center is moving. We've got to keep checking in with what that center even is for us because we change. We're human. So we've got to know where our center is. That requires us to be present moment focused as well. We've got to be clear on our intentions, also requiring present moment focus. When we talk about intentions, we can think of values, either how you want to feel or what are the things that you value that you really want to support. If you want help on any aspect of this, I've got a useful article which you can find. It's called Living in Alignment. On my website, it's at letitiaringe.com forward slash home forward slash alignment. We also need to feel in balance. We need to be able to have the ability to support ourselves and ask for help when we need it. If we can't ask for help when we're not able to support ourselves, that's to our detriment. We've got to be able to support ourselves and if not, ask for help. We also need to understand what our needs even are. So like I said before, we've got some physical limitations on our body, physical restraints. We know that we need to sleep every night. We know that we need seven to to nine hours of sleep every single night. Very few people fall outside of that. So that means that we know that we need to plan so that we can have seven to nine hours sleep every single night. That's one of our needs. We know that we need to move. We know that we need to eat. We know that we need to also rest. So we know all of these things, which means that we can support ourselves. And this is why understanding your hormonal cycle is so important, especially for women, because it's something that we haven't been fully supported in in our lives. We also need to be active in designing our life in a way that supports us to maintain a balance. So we've got to be able to have a life where we get to be flexible and fluid because there's so many different moving parts. So we need to be able to support ourselves to maintain a balance. We need to be able to say, you know what, I'm actually really drained and burned out. The schedule that I set up has actually got me doing X, Y, and Z. That's actually going to bring me even further out of balance and make it even harder for me to get back to my center. So I know that I need to shift things around, which means that in our schedules, we've got to have enough space in them to be able to allow that, those sorts of things. If we're someone who's got such jam-packed life, there's no opportunity for movement, we're not going to be able to maintain a balance, that we're not going to be able to come back to our center and to change things around if we're so controlling, so overly controlled. And trust me, like I said, I, I, I love control. <laughs> I understand, but we have to relinquish control to gain control. And this is one of the modules in Embrace Your Feminine Essence. We also go through 
the hormonal cycle. I explained to you how the male hormonal cycle works and then also, of course, the female hormonal cycle, what we can do to support ourselves in the different seasons and phases of our cycle, regardless of whether we're someone who's experiencing a menstrual cycle or not, because our fluctuating hormones throughout our roughly monthly cycle mean that we need different things at different times of our cycle to bring us back into this center to feel balanced. And why do we want it? Why do we want to feel in balance? Well, it's because when we feel in balance, we're able to support ourselves in feeling the way we want to feel. You insert what that is, happiness, ease, joy, peace, I think most of all, we want some sort of feeling of harmony. Okay, so for the last part of this episode, I'm going to talk you through some examples of how I find and maintain balance. And also these are ones that you can use as well. So let's talk about finding for finding our center or finding our equilibrium, our balance. We've got to understand how we want to feel. Now, not how you should feel, how you want to feel. This is all about knowing what your values are, knowing which emotions you want to have, knowing how you want to feel on a day-to-day basis or in particular areas of your life. I mentioned before that I have a blog post at letitiaringe.com forward slash home forward slash alignment. This is going to be really helpful to help you figure this out. So it's not not using your mind, using your heart to get you to understand how it is you want to feel. The other is knowing what balance feels like. So asking yourself, what does this center feel like to me? What does it feel like when I'm out of balance? What does it feel like when I'm not in balance? And knowing what your intentions are, knowing what you want to get out of whatever it is you're doing. What do you what what is your intention for your life? What is your intention for your work? What is your intention for this event you're going to? Intentions make things easier for you. You can also think about your purpose. It's just giving you boundaries to work within. What are you actually trying to achieve here? What is your purpose, your mission, your legacy? Where are you trying to get to and why? These are the things we need to know. Now, here's a useful activity you can do. Think about maintaining an equilibrium in your physical space. So wherever you live, maybe you've got, it's your, wherever it is, it's your home, but in your physical home, maybe it's just a room, maybe it's your, the whole area that you live in. Okay, what would you need to do to make that feel like there is some sense of equilibrium? Like this is the center. This is how you want your space to look and feel. What would you need to change about it? What is going to bring about that feeling? This is a really fun activity. So, and this is something I've had to do in my own life, including in my physical space. Everywhere has a spot. I'm someone that's actually quite messy. I'm disorganized. I, you know, geniuses are rarely tidy. I used to have that (laughs) on on my um, door as a teenager. What I've had to do is make sure that I have a sense of equilibrium in my physical space. So everything has a place. Everything's set up in a way to support me. When I, and obviously this is what happens when I use things, when I um, make a mess, (laughs) I then need to, I start feeling like, oh, 
this feels out of balance. I need to put things back into their place. Think of this in the same way. This could be a fun exercise for you. How can you maintain a sense of equilibrium in your physical space and then use that same idea when it comes to your life as a whole? Okay, when it comes to maintaining my um, sense of balance or maintaining my center, here are 12 tools that I also use and that will help you. The first is understand what your physical needs and limitations are. So know what you need to support yourself physically. And this requires you to know what your hormonal cycle is, whether you're a man or a woman, whether you don't identify with uh, traditional gender, you need to know how your body works. What is required of you? What, how much sleep do you need to have? And this is something we go through in Embrace Your Feminine Essence, as I said before, my online program. So if you are keen to know more, which is amazing, is an empowered step that you can take, that is one way you can get that information. And you can find all the details at letitiaringe.com forward slash EYFE. The second tool is to understand how your energy works. And so A big part of that is understanding that you have two sources of power, your masculine and feminine energy or your yin and yang, your left and right brain traits. You've got these two sources within you that work differently, but together form a whole. So understanding how that works and how you shift between the two, where the masculine energy is more supportive, what that's more supportive for and where feminine energy is more supportive, how they can work together. This is also a a huge focus of embrace your feminine essence, masculine and feminine energy. So if you want to know more about that, I also encourage you to check out the course Embrace Your Feminine Essence and you can go to letitiarinch.com forward slash E-Y-F-E. The third is to connect to the present moment. Now, here are a couple of ways to do that. Think of this as checking in with yourself. Now, you can meditate, which really is just sitting with yourself, noticing how you feel, becoming aware of how you feel, tuning in with your body. What's going on in your mind, your emotions, your five senses. You can also check in with yourself through journaling. You know, just simply sitting down. How do I feel? Just writing down whatever comes up, allowing it to flow through you. You can also track your cycle. Tracking your cycle for women is so important. Where are you up to in your cycle? What day of your cycle are you on? What phase of your cycle are you in? This information helps you understand what you might need to maintain your center. And this is what we go through in Embrace Your Feminine Essence as well. You can ask yourself, what do I need? Just every day, what do I need? Wake up in the morning, what do I need? In the afternoon, what do I need? Whenever you're feeling out about, what do I need? It's a great question to ask yourself. You can also connect to the present moment through your five senses. So just how, how am I physically feeling? What can I smell? What can I taste? What can I touch? That connects you to the present moment, really anchoring you into the present moment, simply through becoming aware of your five senses and what's going on there. Think of it as slowing down to speed up. And I wanted to mention here just an example, because 
It's so interesting. When I worked in Australia, I got sick all the time. Now, of course, there were lots of different things going on there. I had endometriosis, which I didn't know about, which wasn't helping the situation. But I would I was also working incredibly hard all the time and then going out and doing a million different things. So I got sick all the time. My immune system was low and this meant that I I wouldn't just get sick. I would get really sick. I'd be out for like a week or, and I'd still be working during that time, which meant that it just took a lot longer in the long run to get over. Now compare that. I just registered for the first time since I've been in London for a doctor uh, the other week. So it's, I've been in London for three years. I've not been to the doctor except for one. I had to go to get my foot checked about something, but I've, I've not been sick. I felt like I was getting sick. I felt it coming on. I felt under the weather. And so I've simply stopped and brought myself back to feeling good again. I've checked in. What does my body need? What is it calling for? More rest? Okay, I'll take it. And this has meant that I haven't been sick like I haven't been sick enough to need a doctor in three years which is awesome I you got to slow down to speed up so this saves me a bunch of time it stops me from having to have a million doctor's visits for instance which take forever when you go to the doctor or at least they did back in Australia and the only reason I'm going to the doctor now is because I need to you know have my usual checkups and also to get some vaccinations for a holiday I'm going on So we've got to slow down to speed up. Another great way to connect you to the present moment, and that's so, so useful, is working with the moon cycle or working with like some sort of check-in. The moon cycle is wonderful to work with because it gives you a time to, you know, set intentions and to work with that intention for the cycle. That's why I love working with the moon. Your cycle is also a wonderful way to do that. You know, you can use that as a cycle to set and bring about and check in with yourself on the intentions that you've got or what you want to call into your life. You can also just simply have a monthly or fortnightly check-in and use that what just to review your intentions is where I thought I wanted to go still where I want to go is my center still exactly what I thought it was three months ago I don't know because we change we grow things change as we get older I don't know maybe we need more sleep maybe we need you know less exercise maybe we need to do things that are a bit slower you know we're changing we're constantly changing the only thing that is consistent is that there that we are always changing we are constantly changing so that's why having these check-ins is great now working with the moon cycle is if you want to know more about this is something I go into in a lot of detail also in embrace your feminine essence because of course it's something that I found super empowering also the moon is feminine so it makes sense that we talk about it here and us women we have a wonderful relationship with the moon and So yes, if you want to find out more about that, then you might also be a good fit for Embrace Your Feminine Essence. Now, going back to some other tools, something else that's really helpful is to understand how this compares when it comes to stress. So how we need to deal with stress in our life. And what's really interesting is there there are differences between men and women in the way we deal with stress. So for men, and I've just been reading Beyond Mars and Venus by John Gray, and it's a great book that I, I really liked a lot of it. So he speaks about men when they're stressed actually need to 
not move into their feminine energy, but actually be moving into their masculine energy because it produces testosterone. So when they're stressed, it's not good to talk about their feelings, which is why their stress response is fight or flight and tend to detach and analyze the situation. Whereas women, our stress response is actually tend or befriend. And this means that we we naturally amplify whatever we're feeling at that time. And to alleviate our stress, we need to be in our feminine energy. We want people to understand us. We want to feel empathy. We want to receive. So we naturally think about how could I either, what can I do to you know, nurture myself or what support do I need in order to nurture myself? This is our natural stress response. So the way that we deal with stress is different, which means that when we're thinking about our, if we're thinking about our relationships in our life and trying to maintain a sense of balance there and we're dealing with a man and a woman, we need to know what that sense of balance is, like how we get back to our center and the way that we deal with stress and the way that we interact together. It's just such fascinating. It's so fascinating. And these are the sorts of things that help us be an empowered woman. We also can schedule in our diary. We can use the planning and structure, our masculine energy to help us support our maintaining our balance. So we can anticipate our needs and schedule those in so that they're protected. It's a form of boundaries, right? And that's the other tool. We can set boundaries. You can have boundaries in place. When you think about boundaries, think about boundaries in terms of what you're not what you're trying to push out, but what you're conserving, because that's your intention, right? That's like why you're doing it. I need to put this boundary in place or I need to have this thing in my diary because it's going to allow me to do X, Y, Z. So you need to know why, 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 whenever you're setting boundaries, whenever you're scheduling something in, then that makes it feel empowered. Not like, oh, I'm doing this because I have to. Or I'm doing this even I'm doing this because I've got to protect myself because everyone's trying to take, 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 take from me. That's not empowering. You you put this in because that's something that's important to you. So it's all about priorities, right? You can also use uh, different physical practices like yoga, for instance, to feel your body centered. You know, the warrior poses when you go when you're standing in warrior one or warrior twos, well, actually warrior two is a great example because you've got, you know, your hands out, you're in that center, you feel your body center, you want to feel it, even though your arms and your legs are in these different positions, what you're trying to feel and what gets you into the posture is this feeling of being centered, even though your arms and your limbs are spread out. (laughs) So you can use physical practices to help you feel centered. You can also know about introversion and extroversion. Know what drains you. Are you someone who is going to feel drained after spending time with other people? Well, if you know that you are, then you can make sure that you schedule time to be by yourself in your diary. If you know you're someone who actually gets energized by being around other people and you've been spending a lot of time alone, well, now it's time to schedule in time to be around others if you're feeling drained. We also want to make sure that while we're planning, we're not over planning. So there is room for movement, leaving space in your life for spontaneity so that you can change things as you need. Because remember, you can't ever 
know for sure. You've got to check in with how you're feeling right now. Uh, Also avoid energy drains. So don't multitask. If things are depleting you, you know, shift your focus to something else. Avoid negative thinking that's going to drain your energy. It's not going to bring you out into balance. So look at the thoughts you're having. And lastly, use your chakras, your energy centers. Know what the chakras are and use those to figure out where something might be off for you in your life. For instance, you know that the sacral chakra, which is just below your navel, that part of your body, if you're experiencing issues there physically, or if you know that it relates to things like money and relationships and your emotions, and you've been avoiding your emotions or you've been having relationship issues, then this might This will help you realize that, oh, maybe I can do some work to help bring my sacral center back into alignment and you can do some research and look up ways to do that. So there you go. There are some tools there. I've given you 12 and and some more there. I think you're going to find that really, really helpful to help you find and maintain your a sense of balance in your life. I also have a special bonus for you. I've put together a meditation, a guided meditation slash visualization that is going to help you to find your center and to, you know, check in. All you need to do to get that is sign up for my newsletter if you haven't already. It's uh, you can do that LetitiaRinge.com forward slash community and I will be sending that around. So make sure you sign up there to get a copy of that meditation. All righty. Think of balance as your home. This is your center. It's the home. And this is what I am thinking of when I talk about essence, you know, knowing yourself, knowing the essence of who you are requires you to know what that center is. So again, if you are, if after all of this, you're thinking, you know what, I want to know more about how to support myself as a woman and how to um, know more about my two sources of power and how to understand my hormonal cycle and work with it and use it, how to integrate all of this into all different, all the different aspects of my life, then Embrace Your Feminine Essence is something that you will find super supportive. I invite you to check out all of the details at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash E-Y-F-E and come and join us. We would love to have you. Questions for you listening. What does balance mean to you and what tools do you use to find balance? Share with us over on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. You can use the hashtag CLB podcast, which stands for create a life that is beautiful podcast. And you can share that, you know, obviously in a post, but also on your stories, use the hashtag so we can find you Uh, tag me as well at create a life that is beautiful. I'd love to hear from you, all of your aha moments and also just any thoughts that you're having on this topic. It's great to start a conversation. It's the present moment action we take that allows us to come back to our center. That's the key takeaway. I'd love for you to take away this episode. And just a reminder that if you do want that meditation, make sure you sign up for my newsletter at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash community. My newsletter is the best place to receive updates of all of my latest content anyway, and also to receive inspiration from me I usually send out an email on a weekly basis. Sometimes that changes. Sometimes it's less. Sometimes it's more. But when you hear from me, it's going to be something to help support you on this beautiful journey that is your life. Okay, I want to let you know as well that for most of October, you're going to be hearing from me. I've got a number of different topics that I've 
already got lined up to talk to you about. I'm really excited to do that. I have been feeling, and I don't know whether it's because of the change in season here in autumn and we're going into naturally a more yin way of being, that I want to do more solo episodes, that that's something that I think would be supportive. It's something that I feel is flowing at the moment. And so I've decided to run with that because you all know I like to respect and maintain my own flow. So I hope you enjoy these and I'd love to hear more from you. I also want to remind you that if you want to take advantage of one-to-one coaching with me, if that sounds super supportive for you as well, then I'd love to hear from you. You can find all the details at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching. Alrighty, so we're now heading into our new moon in Libra, which is the start of our moon cycle. It's a great time to set intentions. It's going to be on Monday, the 8th of October here in London. So it will be around that time for you, wherever you are in the world. And this is a great time to set some intentions. So I think that this episode is so beautifully aligned. Go set yourself some new intentions. Check in. What is that center that you're wanting to maintain at the moment? And I also just want to let you or remind you that if you are interested in becoming a life coach, I have a become a coach page on my website, LetitiaRinge.com forward slash become a coach. And you'll find some resources there to help you on that journey. Okay, so the card we got today perfect as always was Palais, which is pronounced, sorry, it's pronounced Palais, but it's spelled P-E-L-E, which is the Hawaiian goddess of volcanoes. And she says, be honest with yourself. What is your heart's true desire? Which I think is so perfect given what we're talking about today, about knowing what our center is, knowing what we want to feel, knowing what our intentions are. Be honest with yourself. What is your heart's true desire? Know it so that you can then support yourself in fulfilling that. So I will share a copy of the card on my Instagram stories and you can follow me at Create a Life That Is Beautiful over there. The show notes for this episode will be at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash balance. And if you want to ask me anything, feel free to see me a DM over on Instagram or you can send me an email, Letitia at LetitiaRinge.com. But otherwise, I wish you a beautiful week ahead, that you have a happy, healthy and harmonious relationship with yourself and also your sense of balance when you think about this beautiful topic. And I am so looking forward to connecting with you wherever it is we come into contact next. Sat Nam. 